Good evening and welcome to Smash number 40 and this is a special edition of the podcast. I hope you're well. My name's Ian Simpson. Um, I was hoping to have the co-hosts with me today but they've decided that it's fairly nice outside so they're going to go outside and enjoy what is left of the sunshine. It's arctic outside though so I am staying inside with a hot cup of coffee and some fantastic tunes and I hope you will join me. Um, this afternoon. It is Friday the 13th of April. Um, it's about a month late this podcast. I uh, apologise for that but hopefully I can uh, start to speed things up a bit in future episodes and I hope that it doesn't detract from your enjoyment of today's podcast. We've got an interview with um, the band The Razorbills and um, if you were fans of The Geese and uh, Al McClure's music or Harry Thompson's music of course as well, then you are in for a fantastic treat. Um, I caught up with them um, earlier this week at the tunnels in Aberdeen and had a little interview with them over the phone um, later the same week. They're in the middle of a tour just now and I'll tell you a bit more about that later on the show. But for now, here's a little bit about the band from the band themselves. Well, we're, we are the Razor Bills and uh, we're based in Galloway in southwest Scotland. Um, we got together through pub sessions in there, um, music sessions as well as drinking sessions. And uh, it was uh, originally it was me and Harry and Michelle uh, as a three-piece. And we played a few gigs like that. It was uh, we were outstandingly good as a three-piece. And then we decided to go and spoil it by <laughs> by adding a rhythm section. Um, so we got uh, a friend of ours called uh, Richard to come along on the drums, and another friend called John, and he now plays the bass. So we're now a, a thrashy five-piece uh, acoustic indie punk pop band, and we are setting the East Coast alight at the moment for that, with a, a series of sellout concerts uh, from Aberdeen to Glasgow. Oh, I- 
than the actually to leave you like our style We can swear we'll never stop set tonight closed with um, Flower in the 60s and uh, obviously started off with the, the lead track from the album The Hell with Youth and Beauty uh, Anti-Leader League now I spoke to uh, Razorbill's bandmate Harry Thompson a little bit about um, what he thought his favourite track on the album was and um, also what inspired him uh, in his songwriting, um, I, I, it's probably it's probably asking you um, to sort of choose your your favourite child in, in a way. But I mean, what, for you, which which is your sort of favourite tracks off the your album at the moment? I think the first track in the album is it's, it's, uh, the first track's definitely the, the, the you call the single off the album. I think the Happy Leader League. Yeah, um, it's, it's really catchy. Um, it's got a wee uh, wee hook in it. Yeah, I, I wondered if that was actually one of the, one of the options for the for the names, for for the band name. We we did actually consider that at one point. It was definitely a, uh, it was in the running as an album name as well. But uh, uh, I think we thought uh, at the end of the day, you call it an album after one of the tracks is an easy easy option. So uh, I think it was Alan who came up with the album name. Most things. 
Um, I, I was going to play one of your tracks on on the the podcast um, from the album God Forgotten, if that's all right. Um, what's what's your uh, sort of thoughts behind the song? What what sort of led you to write that? Uh, well, it's probably pretty obvious. <laughs> but uh, my mother had uh, she kind of early onset Alzheimer's, um, and. I was written just after, uh, after she died, so it was um, perhaps a wee bit, well, a lot uh, bitter in, in a lot of ways, but kind uh, of just sums up um, just the feelings about that uh, particular episode, but also um, uh, there, there's a few tracks on the album that refer to religion, yeah. <laughs> and uh, they're, they're all from pretty much the, the, the same, uh, same stuff. <laughs> 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 we're not particular fans of... Uh, Our God is good, is what you said as you dragged me to Kirk. He's with you in your daily play and in my life and work. If God's a good, why did he tuck the very stuff you are and leave you like the guttering flame on a candle in a jar? For forty years you lived as one You pair gave life to me You brought me up to worship him The point I couldn't see My feathers house you tramped around In row upon row upon row Not knowing why you poured the tea and my cup overflowed You gave your time, you gave your soul, you gave your energy You gave belief in that good God and a wider family But did they care, or did they hell Your true friends could be seen And as the mist flowed through your mind Good God became a dream
The small domestic tragedies Tsunamis, famines, war It said they're sent to test our faith My faith's been tested sore Why should a feather treat his wings As if he did not care A loving God would stop the pain I think he is not there He's vanished in thin air Or he doesn't really care and so, I mean, apart from, you know, obviously personal um, sort of experience and, and um, your own sort of beliefs and, and, and sort of moral standpoints, I mean, is there any sort of particular artists that inspire you? Or are you a sort of a, a man for all seasons? Do you, do you like every kind of type of music or is there particulars? I mean, in terms of uh, the whole band, I think there's, there's a whole range of stuff there. I mean, Richard, uh, Richard the drummer, comes from uh, very much a punk uh, environment he's played with, uh, with Reckless Eric Billy uh, Childish in the past and his, his days are uh, uh, very much in the kind of hardcore uh, punk side of things and myself and John the bassist are Oh, and um, I was going to ask you one more question because uh, you reminded me at the gig on uh, Sunday night when I was there, and I never asked you about it at the, at the end. Um, about your your sort of ode to uh, the the sort of Borders TV st- <laughs> starlet, who is she? The, 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 there could be a lovely video behind that, though. Well, uh, yeah, I've always uh, wanted to get to the stage where we could do that and invite her to come and do the video. Ah, right, okay. Oh, well, we'll have to work out some way of doing that. Maybe sort of stand-ins or, or lookalikes. You are listening to Stramash number 40. Uh, it's a special show featuring music by the band The Razor Bills. And... Uh, it's all from their latest album, To Hell With Youth and Beauty. Uh, so uh, hopefully you got a good insight into um, a bit of Harry's songwriting. But uh, I went back to speak to Alan a little bit about um, what he thought about the role of protest songs in sort of the 21st century. And um, just wanted to find out a bit more about it because To Hell With Youth and Beauty seems to be quite a not a political album, but it, it it knows exactly what we want to get across. It's it's not 
it's not hiding behind the fluff, it's, it goes, uh, it's fairly straightforward uh, in its message. And I wanted to find out a bit behind it, you know, whether that was intentional and whether they were trying to make a protest or whether they were just, uh, they, had, they had something else in mind. So here's Alan with, with uh, his thoughts. Over, over the Easter holidays, I, I, I read a wee article in The Independent. Uh, I don't really read The Independent, but it caught my eye. And it was about um, the death of protest songs. Um, and well, he, he was saying that the, the protest songs were becoming an outdated art form. I don't know if you saw that. Um, he was kind of he was kind of uh, writing back. Uh, the journalist was sort of harking back to the eighties and looking at um, the sort of protest songs from the early eighties and linking it to the Falklands War, and then saying that now in, in sort of the twenty first century in the multimedia age, protest songs are perhaps an outdated way of getting your point across. Um, and because um, I got the impression that a number of your songs in the album are kind of protests against sort of politics or consumerism or um, religion, I wondered if you had an opinion on that or whether uh, you sort of, sort of initially went out to write a protest song or it's just your own sort of beliefs coming to the forefront. I think, um, I th- I think first of all that the chap who wrote that's probably wrong because there's some really good protests going on in hip-hop and things like that. There's some really strong social uh, commentary that goes on and that kind of thing. But uh, as far as we are concerned, I think... Uh, Protest is probably a strong word. Uh, what the the kind of um, the wordy stuff comes from a desire to make my friends laugh down at the pub, really more than anything else. Because the the band came together at these sessions, and it's all very much been um, based on um, the, our immediate peer group. So our immediate peer group are not uh, Radio One listeners or uh, you know trendy folk at all. <laughs> quite a lot actually it does yeah it does and no one bats an eyelid but uh, I bat an eyelid and 
I mean, although, you know, it doesn't do any good writing a song about it, but it makes me feel a wee bit better. And once, uh, there's been a few times with that song where we've played that at a gig and someone's come and said, you know, really, really glad that you wrote that song that, that needed to be said. So that's very gratifying when that happens. But that's good. I don't expect to change anybody's outlook on anything, but you might, it helps you find the folk in the audience who are kind of singing from the same hymn sheet, and that's always nice to meet folk with a bit of fellow feeling. Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a really good point, actually, is that is you're not... You're not trying to sort of change things, but you're trying to sort of harness the the, the sort of the small group of people that are in sort of unison with you. And um... uh, Harry spoke to you already a wee bit about our, our um, funds for organised religion, and yeah. we need to point out that's organised religion. You know, we certainly don't have any problem with people holding any faith that they want to, of course. But it's when folk try imposing that on other people that that. Uh, uh, it gets her dander up. Um, but the people who do do that, you know, the proselytizers, they, they are allowed to go and bang drums and uh, play trumpets and sing as loud as they want. And I think it engenders a certain kind of stunned, paralyzed silence from the folk who don't see things that way. But uh, we kind of uh, hope that we can um, uh, play our teeny role in, in making a bit of noise from the other side of that particular <laughs> argument. Um, I, I was um, I was in Asda just just the day after I, I saw your uh, I saw your saw you play in Aberdeen and um, I, I found myself singing Global Scale to my son up and down the aisles, um, which 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 really confused the heck out of the the shelf stackers. Um, <laughs> I, I liked I liked the fact that um, I mean I'm going to play Global Scale um, just after this bit actually, and I'm going to uh, I, I was I was I was. Quite kind of drawn to that, especially on the on the night of the gig, because it is a sort of it's a dialogue between sort of you, I suppose, and um, uh, and and who else would it be? Uh, yeah, I do actually. Yeah. From decades ago, when me and you were writing songs together. Absolutely. I like I like um, making up fake uh, conversations because if you make up a fake conversation, you can you always get to have the last word. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and it gets it does get stuck in your head, um, and I'm, I'm sure there are a few shelf stuckers at Asda who are now going around speaking about things that they don't understand. Um, 
I, well, I hope so. I hope so. It would be it would be fantastic to have that supermarket music <laughs> just just in the background, very quietly. <laughs> Jumping at the buzzing of the bees and flies within Sorting out the carbon from the empty cans of pop When creepy BMW you can skip to a stop right there well, There appeared a suit man and grinned from ear to ear You think you're doing good my friend he told me with a sneer Really the environment is out of your control When the engines and the Chinese use a billion tons of coal Countries use resources like they're going out of style So your poxy little efforts you can only make me smile I'm thinking on a global scale, on a global scale It ain't no crime to think upon a global scale, on a global scale But don't waste your time Tried to shake him up and so I headed up the street I had to buy some coffee, tea and chocolate for a treat I always check the labels just to see where things are made And I try and buy organic and I try and buy fair trade But as I cast my eye across the supermarket shelf Who should read his head but BMW himself right there? Can he make a dent? The folks that you are helping, they're like not by one percent. Money makes the world go round, whatever you may buy, and you can't make a difference, so you may as well not try. Market economics corrupt your conscience every time. Look and buy a Nestle, and I get along just fine. I'm thinking on a global scale, on a global scale. It ain't no crime to think upon a global scale, on a global scale. I don't waste your time. Said my friend, you've got the words that cut me to the quick You've shown that I've been acting like a sentimental prick I foolish and gullible to try and do my bit When the world is full of millions, I couldn't give a shit Since you've been so thoughtful as to show me what is true Well, I have a proposition that is specially for you, just you The Congolese, Iraqis, and Sudanese and more Are slaughtering each other in an endless global war Governments that subsidize the peddlers of death Who sit back and count the profits made from every dying breath So though I call for peace, it won't do any good at all And it won't make any difference if I put you in the balls I'm thinking on a global scale, on a global scale Is that what you mean, thinking on a global scale, on a global scale? You don't seem to keep thinking on a global scale, on a global scale It's not my job to think upon a global scale, on a global scale, so kindly shut your gob. So you've actually, you've told me quite a lot about your sort of inspirations uh, and, and sort of like, obviously radio inspires you quite a lot and, and sort of articles and you, re- you obviously read very heavily and your children and, and, and things like that, but... Um, 
I mean, I, this is maybe a sort of a question you've answered for me thousands of times because we know each other quite a lot. I've got go quite far, far back, and um, but I got quite a lot of insp- uh, sort of your inspirations from the album. A few '90s bands popped out to me, uh, especially in um, actually gonna um, was it gonna find you? Actually, it was quite a a sort of indie um, s- song. It, it, um, but what other um, bands are currently inspiring you? I mean, it could be sort of ones that we know or ones that we, we don't have a clue about and um, ones we should listen out for. I never deliberately sit down and try and write a song like something, I have to say. So if, it, if things, things come out subconsciously, I don't really want to um, do things that sound like other bands. But uh, the, uh, King Creosote, uh, you know, the fabulous uh, tense collective, Concho is, has been an inspiration for a while, um, largely in a kind of. Um, I like the fact that he seems to feel he can write a song about anything. It can be a small, a very small thing, a small domestic kind of uh, issue from which he can extrapolate a bigger thing. That's a nice, that's a nice habit of his, and I love his tunes. And if I had his voice, I would be perfectly happy. <laughs> be great. But uh, so he's always high up the list. Um, kind of described the genre quite well. <laughs> <laughs> you get to see them more often as well and you get to to sort of put because that's what that's what i liked about um sort of listening to the album was picking out the the, the sort of parts in your life that you were talking about like in lie easy um about about peru and, and, and things like that morning goes ponderously by and boots made a leg thundry and ominous the sky's filling my head and i need the storm to burst violently ease the pressure in my bones and no one is ever as they seem in this place figures are swallowed in the green i can't see their faces or hear those whispered words splintering leaves and branches roots and stems lady has deserted you even though i promised to be true promised you and Continents. One day you will whisper in 
Listening to Smash 40. Uh, I'm your host, Ian Simpson. Tonight's show is um, entirely dedicated to the band The Razorbills and their new released album, To Hell with Youth and Beauty. The band are currently on a tour of the east coast of Scotland and uh, started in Aberdeen and are working their way down the east coast and uh, finishing Edinburgh and then cutting across to the west uh, to play Glasgow on Saturday the 14th and then collapsing in a heap on the Sunday, I presume. Um, I've managed to speak to both Alan and Harry, Alan McClure and Harry Thompson tonight, and uh, also managed to catch a quick word with their drummer, uh, Richard Ipint. And uh, he, he told me uh, a little bit about uh, what it was like uh, joining the band, got an interesting story behind that, and also the difference between uh, the band and uh, his sort of previous band he's previously been, been in like Billy Childish uh, for example um, after that we're going to finish the show with uh, another track from the album Gonna Find You which Alan mentioned earlier on 
but uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Get in touch with the show if you can. Um, say hi. Just mention that you know you enjoyed it, or mention if you didn't. But I hope you enjoyed it. Um, the Facebook site is up, so if you just search for Stramash Podcast, you'll be able to find it. Like us, add comments, and suggest future tracks. I've already uh, began working on number 41 and hopefully that will be out early May but uh, there is still time to get some tracks in and I'm keeping this a a Creative Commons podcast so um, it's only artists who are unsigned and who do not require PRS that uh, get played in this uh, podcast now so if you're an unsigned act you've got an even better chance of getting played and if you want to have an interview, uh, get in touch as well and we will organise something via Skype, although perhaps not via telephone. Apologies for the sound problems tonight. Um, it was down to a very small mic held up against uh, the earpiece of a telephone. So I'm amazed that any of it came out at all. Lost quite a few um, sections of the interview, unfortunately, because of clicks and background noises. And I think you heard Nate and me attempting to drown everyone uh, at some point. I couldn't take that out of the mix unfortunately. I hope it didn't distract, I hope it added to your enjoyment of the show. Uh, if you want to get in touch with the band, The Razor Bills, they have a website therazorbills.co.uk and I'm sure they'll be more than happy to tell you more about the album and perhaps sell you a copy if you were uh, that be inclined. But uh, I heartily recommend it. Hopefully you've heard enough tonight to go out and um, spend the small amount to go and see them or to uh, buy the album. Anyway, I was, uh, I was, I'm digressing. I was speaking to Richard, and uh, this is what Richard had to say uh, when I, uh, I spoke to him for the very first time. I've never spoken to him before, um, so this is me meeting Richard for the very first time. Hi, Richard. How are you? Good, good. Um, Alan tells me that you're the person to ask about what's next for the band. So I was going to, I was going to leave that final question to you. <laughs> you can make it up, it's fine. That's fine. Well, I think, um, you know, hopefully we'll be selling the CD and getting more publicity along the way. And it'd be nice to do some, play some festivals. Just, um, you know, promote the album and play plenty of gigs. Um, I, I was gonna um, ask you how you managed to get involved with the geese um, originally. Or you weren't involved. Were you involved with the geese at the start, or did you just join? It was just when you became when they became the Risibles. Fantastic, sort of. I, I, I was assuming that you just met at some session, but no, it's, it's much more. No, no, it's good. I, I, in QQB, no gatehouse, I've never been to the sessions in the pub there. Oh, okay. So I, I've never actually encountered them whatsoever before that. But um, I've drummed in various punk bands down south. 
Yeah. Fantastic. So it was an extension from that. From my point of view, I'm not, I'm not embedded in traditional folk music whatsoever, but I like the spirit and the attitude that they've got. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to ask you. It was um, what, um, you know, how how different is, is playing in that band to sort of your your previous bands because it must be a sort of a totally different sound. Yes, the, yeah, the sound is completely yeah. different. And um, whereas before I used to play with a full kit, I've stripped it down to just a, a floor tom and a marching snare now. Uh-huh. And um, I'm quite enjoying having a very limited kit and trying to see what, exactly where I can get out of that. Yeah. But the, 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 the theme running through it, I think, is it's, it's the basic sort of mindset and the spirit of the music, really. It's honest, self-written material played with gusto. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's, that's, it's that attitude that, uh, that, 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 that appeals to me within it all. And, and I quite love the music as well. It's, it's you know, self, self-penned folk type music and a very rebellious edge to it, I think. Yeah, I think. Right hands. And, and, that, and that's what appeals to me. Like, like some of the original rockabilly and blues music and things like that. Cool. We don't need your faith Cause when we're inside your head we're 